Photo Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Grace Costa, a commercial photographer of over two decades, a photo-based artist and a photography mentor. This podcast opens up a secret diary about the world of the photography industry. We'll bring you inspiring interviews with industry professionals, as well as stories and tips to help you propel through your photography journey, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's open the latest diary. Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to take you through the five services I've invested in within my business over the last couple of years. The reason I want to dissect it like this is because so many business owners out there try and do everything themselves, DIY their business. And I've learned by hiring these professional services that I'm going to mention today that it has been worthwhile not DIYing and just paying the money to get it done properly by the experts because they're doing a better job than I can. I don't have to do the research to learn how to do these specific things and it's just paid off for me. So let me share it with you today. First of the five things I've invested in over the last two years is a website revamp. I've had a website for over 10 years And I've had multiple people working on it. Like I've hired different businesses over the years to design it. And every time I've had it designed, it's been really clunky and just hard for me to update it myself. So, you know, I've always tried to make the design better the next time around with the next web designer. Most recently, I got a web designer to redo the cosmetic changes so it looks different. Because I've settled into my business brand now for the last few years. I've settled into what that brand stands for. I understand my brand aesthetics and look that I'm after, what my brand values are, what I stand for, and all the service offerings and things like that. So there needed to be some new changes within that. And I wanted her to also add a few extra pages to the past website. So we needed to revamp my blog page. It did exist, but it wasn't very user-friendly on the back end for myself to update. So she made a new template so that it was easy for me to update and really awesome for a viewer to go to my blog and just scan the topics and the articles that are on there for them to read. She also added a podcast page which needed to be on there as of last year and we have made it possible to have the show notes featured on there and all the new episodes that are linked to Spotify. I wouldn't have been able to do that myself so I needed her to put that together for me. I came to her with a design that I wanted and because she wasn't building the website from scratch, all the pages already existed, all the functionality existed, she was essentially just doing a makeover. I came to her with the design I wanted with the ideas and the feel, the colour palette and everything and the fonts as well. So she just had to do a few little bits and bobs and it took about two weeks, two or three weeks for her to get it done. I paid a little bit extra for another part of the service, which was search engine optimization. And she added that to the package for an extra $500 to do the SEO on the back end. Now we all know that SEO is so vital for our business to get found through Google. And I think feel like since I've had the SEO done, it has impacted 
the amount of new inquiries I've had within my business. And I wasn't willing to do the SEO myself. So although it cost me $500, it's paid It's paid itself back over and over. So for me, it was worth it. Now, I've studied digital marketing a few years ago, and I understand digital processes, search engine optimization, Google analytics, and things like that just on a base level. But I feel like getting somebody to just take it off your hands they're in charge of it and you just, you know, give it the go ahead and um, approve what what they've done is so much more worthwhile and less stressful because if you're trying to fit it in yourself within serving your clients and running your business, it's going to be on the to-do one-day list for a long time. And I'm sure you've already got heaps of things on that to-do list. So hiring a web designer to just revamp your website or build it from scratch if you're at that part of your business where you need something brand new. I know a lot of people are trying to save money and design it themselves. I think that is absolutely fine when you're first starting out. But if you don't understand digital marketing, pay a designer, a, a web designer or web developer to just come in and do the SEO for you. At least that component of it will be worthwhile. Okay, so the second thing I've invested in is a copywriter. This goes hand in hand with my website as well. So I have always written the copy for my website myself. And what I had noticed over the last few years is because I had come from corporate photography industry and I was, you know, a photographer on staff for defense, my way of writing about myself was really dry really formal and straight to the point and it didn't have much personality and I'd got to that point in my business where I had developed my personal brand and I developed my business persona that it needed to speak a little louder and needed to project my personality which when I had written it myself it didn't have those elements So I knew I had a friend in business and I asked for some recommendations and she recommended um, Sam to me. And I hired Sam. The cost was only about $1,200, I think, or maybe $1,000, something around there. I hired her to take care of the main pages on my website. I didn't need her to write all the pages because some of them had very minimal paragraphs, very minimal things that needed to be changed. And I could just do those bits myself. But it was the main sales copy and the chunk of the packages and how things were written that I needed her to change and develop in a way that made the viewer or the person that's coming to my website feel more connected to me and feel engaged with me and like they they feel like they know me through the words on the website. So what she did, the process with her, it started with a questionnaire and a Zoom chat just to see if we were a good fit. And then from there, over a couple of weeks, uh, we went back and forth and she started the process of understanding my business. And it started with what words we like, me, what words do I like, what words do I use in my business? And she did it in columns of verbs, adjectives, and nouns. So we chose words that sound like me, the the stuff I would always use. I wasn't going to um, use terms or words that weren't really me. So then we made a column of words we don't like. 
So for me, words we don't like, for example, are bespoke, soul-led and dynamic. And because I think the reason I chose those words at the time, they were really overused in business. So I told her to keep out those words. And then we worked on our target audience. So we, we wrote a list of my target audience. And then we had to understand my target audience. So what are the problems that they have? What are their hopes? What am I there to help them with? And things like that. Then we worked on my personality, so we had to put that into words and that helped reflect how she was going to write about me because once she understood me a little bit more, the flavour of the words that she used had the recipe to, to make it sound like me. And I remember showing my friends just before the sign-off on the job was finished, I just got them to check it as well to make sure that it sounded like me and my friends agreed with it and they're like yeah yeah this sounds much better it really does sound like you and you know you've used terms that you would normally use and things like that so I found the process of working with a copywriter so valuable and not only that she also did keyword research which was so important to work alongside the SEO that the web designer had done so with her keyword research, she was able to incorporate that in within the paragraphs when I'm writing about my products and services and how I help my, my customers and clients. So that was a um, really great element to her service that she provided for me. And then a year later, she sent me a, a summary of the keywords and key terms that I was ranking for so that I could start to learn what was happening at the back end of my business through Google. So that was really cool. The next thing I've invested in within my business is a bookkeeper. The reason I've hired a bookkeeper when I went full-time in my business is because I didn't want to learn how to do bookkeeping myself. I have always been nervous about dealing with tax and things like that, making financial mistakes and having to pay pay for it or be put in jail or anything like that. I just didn't want to take the risk of not doing it correctly. So hiring a professional right from the beginning, knowing that doing tax and bookkeeping was my weakness, if I was going to invest in anything in my business, bookkeeping was number one. Initially, I found a bookkeeper that was a big agency and I found they charged quite a lot of money. At the time, I wasn't really sure of what to expect with the fees, but it was around three to $500 a month I was paying and it was always fluctuating, which was very annoying. And I was a micro business right from the beginning. So I thought this is a bit much for me to keep paying these fees. So I started asking around other business owners in my community, asking what they are paying. And I eventually found a different bookkeeper who was charging a consistent fee every month of $165. Plus she does my BAS and she reconciles all my accounts. All I have to do is my invoice and quoting. And I'm really happy to continue to do my own invoicing and quoting because I love doing that and I like taking charge. I don't want her or a VA to, to be involved in that aspect. But the back end of my numbers and my accounts, I'm happy to pass that on. In saying that, 
that doesn't mean that I don't understand my numbers and it doesn't mean I just leave it to her and don't see what's going on. I always look at my accounts. I always look at my zero, which is the um, software I use. I always look at my profit and loss statements. But not only that, she sends me a report summary. So it's a multi-page document that has graphs, charts, and summaries in percentages of how my business is doing. And I really love receiving this document, even though it sounds really dry and boring. I don't know, the way she's designed it is awesome. And it gets me excited to receive it every month. So I see the graph that shows me um, my revenue for the month versus my expenses. It's in this linear graph that has two different colors. So it's easy for a visual person like me to understand. And then she has a summary at the beginning of the report about what my business has done for the month versus like in comparison to say, for instance, April, you um, had a revenue of $50,000 a month, which is 50% less than April this time last year or whatever. So it, it has a comparison there and also does the same thing with my expenses. So your expenses were, you know, $2,000 this month uh, compared to this time last year was $1,000 that month. So I like seeing that aspect as well. Um, it gives me a health report my bank balance, She's give, she gives me a breakdown of my revenue. So it, it will be divided into, say, branding photography in one section, how much revenue for the month has come through branding, how much revenue has come through corporate, how much revenue has come through art sales, things like that. And I really love seeing that breakdown as well. She will also have a breakdown of my expenses. So how much money I spent on education, on subscriptions, on internet, um, and other sorts of office expenses and things like that. So for me, paying that $165 a month is amazing and so worthwhile. And I've recommended her to so many of my business uh, friends because it's just such a joy not to have to worry about the bookkeeping and knowing that she's taking care of it and she's going to give me the results at the end of every month. And she lodges my BAS statements. So you can do it yourself. Some people love doing the bookkeeping. So this is not for everybody. But for me, knowing that it was too risky for me to do it when I wasn't confident with doing it properly, especially lodging statements and things. So, yeah, for me, it was hiring a professional was well worth the money. And I'll continue to do it throughout my business. Okay, so the next one on the list is a business coach. Coaching for me was vital because although I'd been a photographer for a couple of decades, I didn't know how to run a business. My family had come from business, but I never actually paid attention to, to our family business, even though I was part of it for a little while. I didn't really watch what was going on in the back end. I never asked questions. I never was interested in learning how to run a business because I never intended to run a business myself. I decided from a recommendation, a friend of mine, when I first got into business, she was like, oh, I've got this awesome business coach. You might really like her. She's done a great job for me. I've been part of her program. You know, go check her out. So I did, and I joined Suze Chadwick's Bold Business Academy, and I've been part of it for the last three years, actually. And within her program, she teaches you systems and structures 
um, pricing and packaging, business like your brand messaging, and all sorts of aspects within building a sustainable and bold business. And I've really enjoyed it because it's been a group program, but you've been able to do it at your own pace. And also she provides monthly coaching so that you can go in there and ask questions that come up every month. Actually, it wasn't monthly, it was weekly coaching. And I think now she's turned it into monthly. But, you know, having weekly coaching within the group was so amazing because you could also listen to other people's questions and learn from their business concerns. No matter where I was in my business, I could learn from other businesses. And with a coach, you know, there'll be two options for you. You can look for a photographer-specific coach who just works with photography industry, or you can look for a generalized business coach, which my coach is. And the reason I went with a general business coach is I didn't feel like I needed to work with a photographer coach, mostly because a lot of them work with domestic photographers like weddings and family portrait style businesses and I'm a commercial photographer and artist so I wanted to work with somebody more generalized and also I knew Suze had worked with photographers in the past and since I've been in her group I think she's had probably seven or eight photographers in there so I know that she knows how to help our business as well and then another coach that I've recently worked with is uh, marketing So I've done marketing training, which was more of a short-term course. It was six weeks and it was human design for marketing. A human design is completely random for most of you. You would never have heard of what this is, but I just came across it by chance through being on Instagram and I saw uh, Yvette Mayer talking to another photography coach about human design and how it can help you in business. So I followed the breadcrumbs and ended up signing up to her program called The Frequency Project. And to be honest, it is one of the best things I have spent my money on in business in the last two years. I've absolutely loved it. I can't stop talking about it. And it's really helped me understand myself, my potential, my voice, and so many other things as far as the direction of who I'm here to be and how I'm here to serve others, you know, with my gifts. So if you want to learn more about human design for marketing, I recently featured on her podcast and it talks like all through my experience with working with human design and how it has really impacted my business uh, most recently. So I can put the link in the show notes for you. Um, But in summary, those two coaches, so the general business coach was Suze Chadwick and then human design for marketing. She, both of them actually only work with females. So I'm sorry if you're a male, (laughs) Um, you might have to find another coach to uh, work with but it has been very worthwhile and I highly recommend business coaching. The next and last thing on my list is a VA and OBM. So a virtual assistant and online business manager. A virtual assistant comes in a couple of different forms. You can have a virtual assistant who just specifically works with photographers and on my Instagram 
one of my Instagram lives, I talked with Sarah Jurek. She is a VA specifically for photographers, but she's more targeted to helping them with Studio Ninja. But working generally with a VA, you can get them to do design-related tasks. You can get them to manage your inbox, write sales copy for you or do sales pages or um, just sort of general admin-related things. But what I would say with a VA is do your research, find one that fits you because I've worked with a couple and the one I have loved the most is a VA that understands photography because she's been really keen with my business and given me ideas of how I can improve my own idea and if I gave her a job which was just like copy and paste or write this sort of PDF for me, she'd be like, oh, Grace, I just added this and that because I feel like it would have been a good thing to add. And I really value that input because she understands photography and it's been uh, a little bit more expensive to work with her. She's Australian. So you'll find when you're working with an Australian VA, you'll pay anything between $30 to $50 an hour. Whereas if you work with an international VA, which I have also done, um, Indonesia usually has a really high quantity of virtual assistants over there. The barrier I have found with working with an international VA is sometimes their English writing skills haven't been that great. So you might have to do the heavy lifting as far as writing or at least proofreading their writing. So if you work with somebody who's really, you know, like an Australian person or an English-speaking person, a native English-speaking person, I should say, I feel like it's just going to be a lot easier. But that's just my experience. If you ask other people and they've worked with international people, they've found somebody that is really good with language, then, you know, you're, you're going to save a whole lot of money. They're probably a quarter of the price. And then an online business manager I have worked with on a project basis. So an online business manager is a more overall uh, manager of your business. So they can help you with the back end of the running of your business. They can set up systems for you. They can help you do the marketing. Um, they can create things for you, designs and whatever. But sometimes online business managers have VAs that do the work within their service so the OBM will uh, delegate some tasks to their VA to get the job done for you which is absolutely fine an online business manager is quite an investment you're looking at the going rate right now is anywhere between $1,200 to $2,000 per month depending on how many hours you hire them for and depending what sort of tasks you get them to do but for me, I haven't had them on a month-to-month -month retainer. I've actually just hired them on a project basis um, when I've wanted to launch something or create a program or create certain things. I've just hired them for that sort of project, and uh, that's worked for me doing it short-term. I think in the future of my business in the next two years, I would really love to have a regular online business manager that I'm paying every month. I just think that would be my dream. Uh, but, you know, it takes a bit of growth to get there, right? So, my friends, in summary, those five services I've been investing in 
within my business over the last two years is website, a copywriter, a bookkeeper, business coach and marketing coach, a VA and an OBM. So if you have any questions about anything I've discussed today or you want to know who I've used, I'll be happy to share that with you. I hope this encourages you to do things in your business that are easier for you and hire professionals that can do the job well. Because the way I see it is we expect people to hire us for our services. So why not do the same for somebody else, especially if it's going to help your business grow and develop and become more powerful so you can do what you love. Don't forget to go and download the mega list of photo prizes and awards. Simply head to the link, which is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Photo Diaries podcast. See you later. That's it for today's episode. If you found it valuable, I invite you to leave a review so more people can find this podcast or simply subscribe to be notified when each new episode drops. Until next time, see you later.